Hello and welcome to the podcast on heat transfer wherein we will talk about two modes of transfer of heat from the system to its surroundings and these are conduction and radiation In conduction heat is transferred through microscopic collisions of particles that is atoms at higher temperature meaning atoms with higher vibrational kinetic energy transferring energy to neighboring atoms which are at lower vibrational kinetic energy or we can say lower temperature through collisions and experimentally it has been found that the amount of heat energy in joules transferred per unit time that is joules of energy transferred per unit time say in 1 second across a cross section of a uniform slab of length l depends on the cross sectional area a of the slab across which the heat is getting transferred and depends on temperature gradient that is temperature difference per unit length or per unit thickness of the slab and of course it depends on the thermal conductivity of the material of the slab usually represented by the symbol k in other words dq by dt is equals to k times a times th minus tc divided by l with th being the temperature of the hotter end of the slab and tc being the temperature of the cooler end of the slab now before we move to convection and radiation let's define thermal resistance for a uniform slab so for a uniform slab of thermal conductivity k and length l the thermal resistance is defined simply as length l divided by thermal conductivity k so obvious question is why would we even bother with defining a new physical quantity that is the thermal resistance well to understand where it comes in handy let's consider two uniform slabs of same cross sectional area a joined along the length or we can say connected in series between the hot surface of temperature th and cold surface of temperature tc then what will be the rate of heat transfer across the cross section or between the two surfaces well First of all let's recognize that under steady state conditions the rate of heat transfer will be same across the two slabs else the temperature at different points in the slab cannot be in steady state if this sounded tricky it is not really just give it a few minutes and you will get it anyways if the rate of heat transfer that is dq by dt is the same for two slabs then the two equations would be dq by dt is equals to k1 times a1 divided by l1 times th minus t with t being the temperature of the interface between two slabs similarly the other equation would be dq by dt is equals to k2 times a2 divided by l2 times t minus tc here we have two unknowns rate of heat transfer that is dq by dt and temperature of the interface t so if you were to move ka by l to the left side you will be able to eliminate temperature of the interface t from the two equations and then establish rate of heat transfer which comes out to be a times th minus tc divided by l1 by k1 plus l2 by k2 and if you were to define l by k as the thermal resistance r then the expression for heat transfer for two uniform slabs of the same cross section and joined in series would simply be a times th minus tc divided by r1 plus r2 anyway also try working out the scenario wherein you have three slabs a b and c with a and b of the same length in parallel with each other and both of them in series with slab c here the important thing to point out is that the temperature across any cross section along the length has to be uniform 
or same throughout else there will be heat transfer along the cross section till the temperature becomes uniform across it. If the scenario sounded confusing, reach out to us through our telegram channel or our hub and pulse modules. Moving on, let's now talk about heat transfer through radiations with the word radiation implying energy transfer via emission or absorption of electromagnetic radiations. So here the rate of heat transfer from a body or an object to its surroundings is given by the Stephen Boltzmann law which states that heat energy radiated per unit time from a surface that is dq by dt is proportional to temperature of the surface to the power 4 and it also depends on the total surface area A and it depends on the effectiveness of the surface in emitting energy, something that we represent by emissivity, whose value lies between 0 and 1 for any surface, with the ideal black body surface having an emissivity of 1. Okay, so the net equation for rate of energy radiated away from a surface is given by Stephen Boltzmann constant sigma times the emissivity times the area A times the temperature of the surface T to the power 4. Okay, so that was about the energy radiated away from the surface. Now let's talk about the energy or radiations absorbed by the surface, which again depends on the surface area A of the surface and its emissivity. And besides these two, it depends on the T environment to the power 4. By the way, the temperatures we talked about in the expressions for rate of energy transferred or absorbed should be in Kelvin. So what would be the net rate of heat transfer from the surface? Well, it will simply be rate of energy emitted or radiated away minus the rate of heat absorbed. By the way, this net rate of heat transfer will lead to reduction in the temperature of the object with the rate of temperature drop at any given point in time being inversely proportional to heat capacity of the object and of course directly proportional to T to the power 4 minus T environment to the power 4 or T surroundings to the power 4 and to surface area and the emissivity of the surface. By the way, slope of dt by t in the scenario when temperature of the object is higher than its surroundings will of course be negative as one would expect and note that the graph is not linear. Now before concluding our discussion on conduction and radiation, it is important to discuss Newton's law of cooling which is an approximation that works well when the temperature difference between the body and its surroundings is not large irrespective of the mode of heat transfer. That is irrespective of whether the mode of heat transfer is conductive, convective or radiative. So Newton's law of cooling states that rate of heat loss of a body that is dq by dt is proportional to the difference in temperature between the body and its surroundings. And since loss of heat dq in time dt will result in a temperature decrease of the body, recall the definition of heat capacity dq is equals to minus heat capacity C times dt. So we can rewrite the Newton's law of cooling as the minus the rate of change of temperature is equals to some constant times T minus T surroundings. Minus because if heat is dissipated away from the body then change in temperature that is dt will be negative. Anyways, if you were to integrate the expression you will find that there is a linear relationship between log of temperature at any time t minus t0 and the time t. And that concludes our discussion on conduction, radiation and Newton's law of cooling. And before we wrap it up, note that in conduction we assumed steady state conditions meaning the temperature everywhere in the slabs were not changing with time, which will 
happen when hot and cold reservoirs have large capacity. And with that, wish you the very best and see you in the next episode.